We like the next guest we're about to chat to as well, Rich. He is the greatest Wakeland to have ever put on the boot. Well, he's the greenest one. Is he? Is he still riding a bike? That's I just, what I want to I know. just thought. I always say that about Daryl when I introduce him when we do footy together on AFL Well, Nation. it's easy to get confused between the two. Shane Wakeland played 252 games, Roach, three for Port Adelaide, 94 for St Kilda and 158 for Collingwood. Mm. He played in the last game where these two played in a grand final, Brisbane and Collingwood. Probably should have got a premiership medal the year before too. Yeah, they lost by 50 points in 2003. Shane Wakeland joins us now. Hello, Shano. G'day, Kimbo. G'day, Rook. How are we? You sound now, just like your brother as well. <laughs> are you still riding a bike? Are you going I thought, every... I'd, I thought I'd... Dro- I thought I'd drop that South Australian accent. <laughs> no, this is a, a shame. Like, obviously, I don't know very well, it's and I've been exact. working with Daryl for uh, years and misbehaving with yeah. him. This is spooky. Yes, you it you is. genuinely uh, sound exactly the and same. You know what? Worse, Shane, is all those years you were on the tribunal. I thought it was Daryl. Well, I still am Brooch, yes. so um, uh, which I which I obviously enjoy, but. Um, no, Daryl's on his way over tomorrow. He's got to catch up with the 04 Premiership boys and um, we'll, we'll certainly take the time to uh, do a bit of reminiscing over the next couple of days. Well, you're not picking him up on a bike, are you? Oh, Roach, drop the no, bike. No. The joke, will you? Well, no, he's very <laughs> green-orientated, Shane. Well, Many years ago, yes. Yeah, well, what do you want me to give him? 30 seconds to talk about how we can save the planet. Save the planet. Oh, yes, all right, Shane, get it out of the way or keep <laughs> nagging about it forever. No, I'm more. I'm. I'm looking forward to having a good chat about this weekend. Exactly. If we if we have to if we have to we can reminisce about O three. But um, <laughs> yes, we do a little bit. Uh, but they were. It was a great rivalry. You take us through two thousand and two and two thousand and three, and how good Brisbane uh, were back in those days, and uh, you as a developing side. Yeah, Kimbo. Look, O uh, two obviously is a more more positive memory. I mean, we. We come off the back of 01, mixed second year, 11 mm. 11, um, and then really found our groove in 02. And we actually beat Brisbane in, I think it was about round eight at Marvel. And mm. it was probably one of those games where, as a young emerging group, a um, few older heads, we, we really matured in the space of one game and had that belief that we could really match it with what, what was at the time the reigning premiers in Brisbane. And mm. I think from that point onwards, we just continue to grow in confidence. And, um, yeah, the famous first final um, against Port at Footy Park. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we get over the line and then suddenly, bang, we're, we're into a prelim final, uh, which ended up being against Adelaide. And we one went away from a grand final. So we, we obviously and unfortunately come up against one of the great sides, you know, too. And, you know... Don't tell me there's not luck in footy. Um, with a with an inch of luck, um, we do. We come away with a premiership medal in O two. But um and then O three, over the season, we, we had a ripping season, finished mm. second. People forget that we played Brisbane in the first final when we beat them at the MCG on a Friday night. Mm. Um we got a lot of belief out of that, but you know, it was just one of those grand finals in 03 where we just started poorly. We had a lot of guys down and, you know, the biggest probably psychological blow in the week up to that game was obviously with Anthony Rocker getting suspended for mm. striking Lady in the prelim final. Well, of course, we played Port in the prelim final. Rocker gets rubbed out. 
if he wasn't the most important player, he's the second most important player behind Bucks. Yeah. And yeah, it just changed. You know, our ball movement. Um, Brisbane were defensively incredible, as we all know. And but look, I, I'm I'm a reasonably optimistic person. I look on look back on 02 and 03 with just just wonderful memories. I mean, with an inch of luck, we we could have stole one. Um, well, speaking we of luck, Shane, rocker, but yeah. we had Scott Burns in here last night. He was part of your team in 2002. And off here, he still insists that the rocker goal is a goal in the 2002 grand final, not a behind. Yeah. Well, we had our Collingwood Pass players annual dinner last Wednesday night. It was just one of those great, great football nights, 90 pass players and... It's the first time I've sat down with Anthony and um, mm. had a good chat to him. I was there with a couple of great mates and um, and he swears to this day that it was a goal. Mm. And every every forward knows when when the ball's going through and it and it's a goal. And um, but anyway, that's part of footy folklore, isn't it? And um, that's what we love about our game. And um, mm. of course, I had to sit around in '04 and watch uh, watch Darrell pick up his premiership medallion but we we've always sort of um shared the ups and downs of both of our journeys so that was an incredible day watching watching him go through that but we, um you know one thing i reflect about in that that o2 and o3 group and and i'm not sure um whether, whether over time um people have looked on how good a team that that 02 and 03 Collingwood side was from the point of view of, and I love this fact that 02 we didn't have one All Australian in that side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bucks had missed a bit of footy. Yeah. 03 the 03 the following year we had three in Bucks. He obviously won the Brownlow. We had Chris Tarrant, and we had Jimmy Clement, who was one of the mm. most underrated players. You know, two-time Copeland Trophy winner. So, and we were up against. What will probably the great Brisbane side, which will probably have eventually seven, eight, maybe nine Hall of Famers, yeah. actual Hall of Famers, and that's that's the true measure of a champion side. But you know, it it doesn't it it doesn't stack up to much at the end of the day. But um, they're great memories, and all you can ask is to get get the best out of every individual. And certainly Mick did that with us over that. Over that two-year period. And you got the most out of yourself as well. 252 goals. You talk about controversial moments and the rocker goal. Well, you know, Liver still says he kicked his. Wayne Harm still says it was in. Uh, that's what we love about footy, as you said. Hey, if we can go back even further, you had the three games at Port Adelaide. You ended up at St Kilda. Uh, you had seven years there and 94 games. Uh, back in the day, they were much maligned as a party club. Uh, mm. Culturally, mm. was it mm. much difference or an eye-opener when you went to Collingwood? Well, it was. Um, you know, the big thing that stood out to me at St Kilda, um, and hindsight's a wonderful thing, mm. and I was able to, to experience the stability at Collingwood. Um, mind you, that came off a, a pretty ordinary 10-year stretch from the 90 Premiership. Um, but just the massive amount of support. Um, mm-hmm. The supporters are so unique. Um, as a player, you draw so much confidence from that. There was a, a real pride from the the members and the supporters. Um, opposition teams would probably call it arrogance, but there was a real 
uh, sense of pride in their football club. Um, and um, But from a culture point of view, that, that was very much a new journey for the club with Mick coming in and a new group of players. Um, but certainly from an administration point of view, you, you drew a lot of confidence from the leadership of Eddie. Um, and that, that was certainly at the start of what we know now as a great football club. Looking back at the Saints, I think they were un, um, unfairly maligned. I oh, mean, ooh, okay. you know, that, that's unfortunately the thing of, of carrying the legacy of um, what ultimately was a 20-year period in the doldrums. Um, mm. Financial challenges, clubs, um, the club supporters lose a little bit of hope. Um, there's negativity that creeps in. And, and I, I guess when I reflect on it, one of the biggest challenges that St Kilda's always had is good people have always left under acrimonious circumstances mm. and um, they're hard decisions when you've got to let people leave, whether they're executives, whether they're board members or whether they're players, but there's a right and wrong way to do it. And I think the big thing, I had a wonderful six, seven years and as did Daryl and played in a couple of uh, final series um, had a reasonable amount of success from a win-loss point of view during that period, but I think they were unfairly maligned. And mm. um, but maybe years before, maybe maybe back with the Roberts and um, Barker days. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think there was certainly a legacy of that. I, sure. just, was... I said to someone the other day, I said, the facts are Collingwood have won more, won one more premiership than St Kilda mm. since 1958. Mm. Uh, good point. Hey, you may not be aware, but uh, Craig McRae's been on radio on SEN and he's announced who's coming into the side. It's Billy Frampton. If he'd had the choice between Noble Kruger and Frampton, which way would have you gone? Yeah, I would have gone with Frampton. I mean, uh, I thought Harris Andrews' game last week yep. was, mm. was one of his better ones and he's obviously changed his role from more of a deep play on the best forward to take the second or third best forward. Yep. So I think if Frampton can play a bit more of a defensive uh, forward role, take some pressure off my check, and if Harris Andrew can come away with a, a 10 possession type game, I think that's a really important role Frampton can play. And if there's an early injury, um, obviously down back, um, gives it a little bit more um, backup, and mm. then obviously uh, Collingwood pl- um, play the two Ruckman. So, you know, Strange things happen on grand final day, don't they? You can Do see they? that with the 97 yeah. and 98 Adelaide grand finals. But, um, yeah, I think that's a, it's probably a safe selection. Um, and I think, you know, if you look at Brisbane's real strengths, I mean, Harris Andrews' uh, ability to drop off and, and take those intercept marks is arguably um, the launch pad of their counteract and counterpunch um, game plan. So, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Uh, a selection by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal? Uh, pies by 23 points. Um, I just think I just think there's a sense of maturity about Dugowie. I think if he can mm. win a Norm Smith on grand, grand final day, I think it might be not the full stop on his career, but it, it certainly elevates him um, into that echelon. He's really genuinely become an A grader this year. But he was very good against GWS last week. Um, but I think if he can produce uh, 
um, on Saturday, um, then he starts to really um, get the respect to, that maybe maybe has. Um, does he deserve it? Yeah. Well, I think he's finally maturing. We're, we're quick to write off young players, and yeah. um, I'm wrapped for him. I'm, I'm wrapped for it that he's had a great year, and hopefully, can finish it off on Saturday. All right. Pies by twenty three, and Dagoe for the Norm Smith. I like it, but I think Josh Dunkley will be in his hip pocket. It'll be a tough day at the office. Shane, I really appreciate your time. If this is really Daryl, and you're just playing a trick on us, it still worked, and it's still appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time. Enjoy Great the grand final. Well, good luck, Shane. Thanks, Ruth. <laughs> See you, Shane. Yeah. There we go. You don't want to that ask another green question, do that you? That could happen. Well, that's the way to test it out. Oh, is that the logic, is it? Yes. Oh, there's always a reason, isn't there? <laughs>